Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kira McCoy, founder of createalong.com, where Kira manufactures art supplies in the USA and teaches people how to use them. And is also a business growth strategist who helps service-based business owners to create new income streams using existing skills, economize and automate their systems, and create passive products so they can free up their time, grow, and scale. Fantastic. Love that. Kira, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Okay. Um, Well, today I have a beautiful tool company, (laughs) Tools and Tutorials, that is primarily focused on polymer clay artists and a little bit of offshoot into resin and mixed media. And this all was born from the fact that I'm an art teacher. And somewhere in the early 2000s, I realized I had some talent in digitizing, you know, working with um, all the Adobe products. So I figured out how to turn my art into tools and then Create Along was born. Fantastic. So yeah. was that, did you kind of stumble across this and think, oh, amazing? Or was it very planned, very methodical? Oh, it was not very planned. So <laughs> I think as often entrepreneurship may not be. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. I was, I was, you know, the lemonade stand girl when I was little and always kind of plotting and scheming and planning and, but not really knowing what would take form. So with this business, I went to art school. I got a degree in art education. I wanted to be a teacher. I couldn't get a job. Um, you know, so I did the proverbial odd jobs thing for a long time. And in 2005, I got onto Etsy because in school I had been a potter and a ceramicist and, um, it's a lot of equipment, you know, so polymer clay attracted me because it was very easy. You can do it at home with your oven, few tools, and just have a lot of fun and have things that were done in half an hour instead of eight hours or overnight. So I fell in love with the craft. And then on Etsy back then there were forums and I met someone in the forum. We started a little international polymer clay artist guild. And then we started a podcast together and got onto YouTube in 2007. Mm. So it was kind of like, I tumbled down the rabbit hole of like, yeah, let's do a podcast. Okay. Let's do YouTube. You know, just kind of, yeah. Oh, what is it? Okay. I'll do it. Just cause I was having fun. And, um, somewhere along the line, 
you know, we started doing premium content and selling videos and that was totally fun. And then in there, <laughs> in 2008, I was still trying to get a teaching position. I had been an accountant and all kinds of, you know, I pierced ears, did all kinds of things just to make ends meet. Um, and I was working in a marketing department for a construction company. And I, I would peruse the um, want ads every day. And I found one in the Broward County School District that said, um, certified teacher, experienced podcasting, knows how to do video, knows HTML. And I was like, ha, you made that job listing for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, who else had all the qualifications? They hired me the next day. Um, and I, that's how I skirted into the school district. And then a year and a half later, they took me out of that department and put me in a classroom. So it was like the back door to teaching mm. art in high school. Finally, all this, all that while still working on create along the whole time. So we didn't really make money in the business until 2013 when we opened a classroom and started teaching, you know, a serious like collaborative class, like almost mm. like a summit, but it was paid. Got a whole bunch of people from around the world to teach a class, open the doors and over a thousand people signed up. So th that was the proverbial made a hundred thousand dollars in a month after seven years of work. <laughs> so that let's pause on that moment because that moment mm -hmm. also, maybe you're skirting around it maybe you were there's a bit of fear a bit of doubt maybe a bit of unknown or just, I, I don't know how it's going to work or huh, this this is it's, yeah i i need to go and get a job i need to do this there's all these other ways all these thoughts and beliefs that come in um mm -hmm. what was it like when you made that leap did this thing and saw success what what were you feeling what was going on that was pretty amazing i mean Back in 2013, it was it was the early days of like the big product launch. And we followed, um, we bought this book and read it. When I say we, I mean my former business partner, she has retired. But, um, you know, we read a book about launching and we mm. did it like to the T, you know, everything that he said we did. And it worked, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it, and at the time we were doing profit share with the 24 artists that were involved. So, you know, we didn't like make six figures and retire from everything. We, we still had work to do to build the mm. company to the point where I could work there full time. Um, that, that moment, proof of concept, you validated yes. that moment. That is a freeing scary exciting moment for a whole lot of entrepreneurs it's the yeah. maybe the moment that some people are seeking they want that validation they need to see it's going to work um and you you manage to do it and like uh oh here we are so this is the direction so was it like all steam ahead in that direction from that moment on it was that was um we called this class polymer clay adventure and hosted it for seven years in a row after that Mm. Um, and it was pioneering. I mean, it, it, and that's another thing maybe we'll talk about later is how innovative my company has been in the clay world. So we were the first um, people to put together that summit style class for clay people. And then um, seven years later, there were three other people doing it. So the market got a little diluted. And then in the eighth year, we closed it down. Um <clears throat> So I, I call myself a master of the pivot because 
that was our big bread and butter, you know, for several years. That was what brought in the money that employed ourselves and other people. Mm. And, you know, as more competition hits the scene, then you have to kind of pivot and change how you do things or else your company can die. So talk to me about the, the skill set, the mindsets, the, the emotions that go into transition and change and pivoting because mm-hmm. it can be exciting. It can be, if it's by design, that's one thing. If it's by avoidance, that's another thing. So there's, there's so much that goes on with that. So can you just sort of describe how, what it's like for you, you know, the business owner going through these, these times? Sure. So, you know, when the pivots are to expand, it's amazing. And when you have that, the space and the mental space, the space in your business, the support, um, the cash flow to invent new things and create new product lines and go in new directions, it is fantastic. It's euphoric. It's like, oh, I invented this thing and everybody wants it, you know? <laughs> and, um, and I enjoy doing that. That's a really big part of what drives me. Uh, is just kind of seeing the light go on for people, seeing someone either get understanding or find the tool that they need, see the thing that's going to help them with whatever they're trying to do. And that was what the classes and the tool sets and all the things that we created and invented and innovated were for. Um, So that is amazing. And then when you're forced to pivot or when you feel that pressure to pivot because something isn't working, you know, that's when a little bit of um, mental toughness comes into play because this is my company, this is my baby, and I'm not going to let anything take it down. So, mm. you know, there are moments of doubt, sure. You know, can I do it? But then I shift really quickly into what do I need to get this done? You know, what do I need to try? What do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? Mm. Who needs to introduce me to somebody? You know, I, I love to network and I do have a pretty good network here locally. And I have people online that I, you know, converse with that help me because, you know, that being around other high level people really helps to elevate when you're in that transition and you're kind of yeah. like, what am I going to do? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I I say get support Mm. and rely on, you know, what I know and, and then try to figure out what is it that I don't know. Mm. So during those, during those times, what, what do you find are the go-to thoughts and emotions that you know, you know yourself, what is it that you see time and time again, that sort of come up that you have to, okay, I've got to manage this or I, I can see how this, if left will control the the wrong kind of actions or or, or inactions. What's that like for you personally? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I struggle with fear just like anybody else. So, you know, the, the fear that um, like, for example, when my business partner retired, I was like, one of my major fears was what if this business was, and this is, I know it's not true, right? What if this business was all about her and nobody wants me, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I, when I worked through that and said, well, you know, I'm, I'm an art teacher. It doesn't, everybody likes me. It's fine. Right. And I had the courage to, to say that, you know, to let out some vulnerability yeah. and say, you know, my people, this was one of my fears that I just have been working through. 
it was amazing. The outpouring of support that I got in the DMs, responses to my email and whatever of people saying, of course we love you, you know? So mm. it's um, that fear of going it alone, the fear of like, well, maybe what if all her ideas were the good ideas? You know, like there's those things came in just because of that particular transition that I'm in right now. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, I journal, I meditate and I have my support system of other entrepreneurs and friends who are like ready to kind of. <laughs> they've, they've got your back. They're like, we're, we're with you. They've got the pitchforks. Let's get yeah. rid of this. <laughs> these fears and yeah. these doubts because to outside it might be like how can you how can you feel this way look at what you've mm -hmm. created look at who you right. are look at what you know yeah. however mm -hmm. that's where this podcast has been born from to show to share stories of hey we're all going through something we all have these fears doubts and overwhelms we're yeah. never not going to why because you're always in transition we're always going to a next level mm -hmm. and if we don't then that's <laughs> when more fears come in. Oh my gosh. So as we grow, we're always going to hit a new level. And sometimes those thoughts of who am I, but I've never done this before, or I've never done it like this. Sometimes it's good to actually acknowledge it and lean in. Yes. And we're like, okay, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I haven't done this before. Cool. So imposter <laughs> syndrome, you can go away because you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. So what do I do about it? So that leaning in, that befriending, rather than <laughs> fighting it i mean right you probably teach them this stuff as you help people to take those steps to become the the entrepreneur from what do you call it the the entrepreneurial curiosity or yeah. <laughs> yes the i when we, <laughs> we were talking earlier um like i i help entrepreneurs and i also help the entrepreneur curious entrepreneur <laughs> right curious. <laughs> because you know, I tend to gravitate and and uh, and draw in creatives. Yeah. And there's a lot, you know, there's a lot to unpack when you're creative um, because we make so much meaning out of everything that we do. Mm. And um, and we're just kind of we tend to be a lot in our heads and in our thoughts about no things. idea what you mean whatsoever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just about but, like everything. <laughs> yeah, but being a business owner, it's like no being a creative as well. No one tells you what it's like to be an entrepreneur or a business owner. You think you can come in, do your craft, do your art, produce what you want, teach, guide. But then you have to wear all the hats of the accounting and marketing and sales and yes. all the business stuff that, again, to lean in and say, yep, all this stuff, you're going to feel it. All this stuff, it could be hard. Mm -hmm. But at least you have the awareness now. So what are you going to do with that? How do you approach it rather than say, oh, it'll be fine. There's <laughs> some avoidance there. So, <laughs> yeah. so what, yeah. what, was like, what was it like for you as obviously you've, you've been through all that. And you've been through a massive transition. Mm -hmm. And as you continue to evolve in this changing world of more and more vendors, competition, companies pop up. Um, everyone is scared about the, the economy and what that could or could not mean. Mm -hmm. all the again all these situations external they're all made up they're they all... are and you know like my guiding post here is that i've been here for 17 years and i plan to be here for 17 more mm -hmm. you know so what do i need to do right now today to regulate myself so that i don't go freak out you know i i live with 
someone. So I can't just, you know, freak out all the time. Once yeah. in a while, it's okay. But he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need that all the time. I don't need that all the time. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't define you as a human being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's the concept of like, what do I need? Who do I need? And if I'm in this for the long haul, then, you know, there's one day, one month, one year out of 17 does not define my business. Mm. Let's flip around. Let's lean in. Mm -hmm. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe, Maybe it does. This year, <laughs> if, if this can define the next transition for you, it absolutely does define your business. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. next stepping stone. So maybe this is a theme for this episode of leaning in of, okay, okay, yeah. let's, let's, let's actually look at it. Let's shine a light on it. Let's, because all these fears, all these doubts, oh my gosh, they're bigger and scarier when you can't see them. Like the, the monster in the closet. Mm -hmm. When you see what the monster is like, oh, look at you. Oh, <laughs> bless you. Cool. Come in. <laughs> come in. We're going this way. To be able to take it into, um, I think it's something that you said when you, when you first come on the podcast about fun it was fun all yeah. you did you had no plan no plan whatsoever but you followed the fun yeah oh, let's do some let's do some youtube oh let's do this oh let's do that mm -hmm. that following the fun so let's bring that energy into into today yes yeah. you're much much bigger now more mm -hmm. success more complexity yes more responsibility how mm -hmm. can you bring a bit more fun into this? What would that mean to bring in more fun, to bring in more play? Does that change things? It does. I mean, there right now, sometimes some mornings I get up and I my thoughts are more towards like, okay, so I have made myself a job. <laughs> you know, I have work I have to go do to keep mm. things, you know, but I also have a community. I have a Facebook group or three, you know, I have an app where I can communicate with um, the people who really, really want to hear from me, they can get text messages and stuff. So I have been doing more stories because I had, I tend to be the back of the room person. I'm, um, I'm the technology person. So I was pretty far back in like the technical day to day running of the company. Yeah. And now I am also the face. And mm -hmm. You know, people really only saw me on YouTube once a week or every other week. Yeah, They didn't really see me all over um, social media. So now it's like, oh, well, let me show everybody, you know, my mess. Let me show them how I take my product photography. Let me show them the, I don't know how many, a hundred drawers, cubby things that I have over here because I'm addicted to drawers and boxes to store things in. You know, let me show mm -hmm. people around what this is actually like. And that part of it is really fun for me. Mm. Um, kind of exposing myself a little bit more to, you know, to the fans and friends and yeah. people who want to get to know me better. That was, part is fun. Was difficult when you had to become the face because what you're saying is a transition after you've been in business. Other new entrepreneurs are, ah, oh, shit, I need to go and do some posts and be seen now. And I wish yeah. I could just be behind the scenes. So mm -hmm. All different levels, this challenge, all these challenges can come up in different ways. What's what was the struggle for you when you first started doing that? And what is the the challenge now that you're working through or continuing to to battle 
in spite of doing it anyway. Right. The, I mean, the initial challenge was just, um, like some of what we, what we talked about before, like, do they really want me, you know, yeah. is, isn't create along Elisa and Kira? Is it just Kira? So just getting over that hump and saying, well, me is all they got, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then now the challenge is just remembering to do it because I, it's not that hard for me to pick up my phone and say, Hey, check out what I'm doing. But I tend to not remember to do it. So, so while we were right before we started recording, right. I had an alarm go off on my phone because I actually have one set twice a day to remind me to go on Instagram. Mm. And that's, so that's just your nice, easy way of being like up Periscope. Here's what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Just continue to have this natural fluid. So your strategy from that place is not, I need to pre-book, I need to plan all my things. It's, of course it's not, because with some elements, you, you don't plan. And that's been your biggest strength. So mm -hmm. it's cool. I'm just going to continue to share the message, to share myself. Does that yeah. take the pressure off? It takes the pressure off from like having to have a perfectly planned Instagram grid. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. Um and it takes some of the pressure off from like, oh my gosh, you know, it, if you make too many tasks for yourself as this entrepreneur and CEO, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have tasks because you need them to succeed and grow, right? But too many is actually, I think, a barrier and it causes people to like pro procrastinate into not doing anything. Mm. You know, oh, if I don't have my perfect whatever you know, social media plan for the week, then I just, I've just blown it. You know, it's, there's so many levels to unpeel for that, you know, of like procrastinating out of it or judging yourself for not doing it right, whatever it is. Um, I think that the play and openness of letting my social media just happen every day when my alarm goes off mm -hmm. gives me that freedom to not judge it. Like it is what it is, you know? And then it takes repetition. It takes a bit of practice. And I think what's beautiful about that is you've, you've added into this, into this soup, into this cauldron that we're, we're sort of bubbling here, put in some play to remove the, the complication because we have a superpower, humans mm -hmm. and entrepreneurs especially, to overcomplicate everything. Oh, yeah. So what you have done there, by luck, by design... <laughs> who knows is that to remove the complication to get it mm -hmm. done and actually to find the way for you to do it not oh here's why i can't and i love that concept towards this it's beautiful so mm -hmm. oh how can you use this going forward as you continue to you, you want to grow you want to expand in this everything's changing the world's mm -hmm. changing it's always going to change it always has done you've probably seen so many changes already yeah within your industry within the mm -hmm. world so what's the next focus for you? Where either has your attention or, you know, oh, this is going to have my attention and <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. What's that? So right now, the big shift for me is that Create Along, the name Create Along, right, stems from the fact that in our YouTube videos, you know, I usually say Create Along with me. and 
we created this name to be more open because polymer clay is a very tiny niche, you know, really small niche of people who are interested in that. And I always wanted to be bigger than just clay. And I didn't want, you know, originally our name was Polymer Clay Productions, Polymer Clay TV. And I wanted a name that said, this is actually a creative business. Yeah. And now that it really is me, and I am an art teacher, I'm a painter, I'm a sculptor, I like to make jewelry, but mostly I just like to do whatever I want, <laughs> right? And I also, I'm an author, you know, I'm a number one international bestseller twice. And, you know, I, I want to write more, I want to show other people how to do this, because there's a big world out there. And it doesn't matter. I mean, the word competition sometimes bugs me. Sometimes I use it. Sometimes I don't. I kind of like parallel offers as another way of saying that. Yeah. Um, you know, no matter how many parallels there are to what you're offering, especially if you're in a creative business, it's all about you because no one does it the way I do it. Mm. You know, and I don't think that anyone could copy my business model and have a successful business. They have to do it their way. So I really love helping people figure out what that way is, you know? Ooh. And right now you're figuring out the right way for you as you go through this transition, as you mm -hmm. take your business to the next level with, hey, what, what did you say? Me is all I got. Me is all you yeah. got. Perfect. <laughs> you get to find out the right way for you, which is going to mm -hmm. be different. But yeah. isn't that part of the beauty? Isn't that part of the, yes, it's going to be tough. Yes, it's going to be hard times. But also because it's going to put you to the test. But as an entrepreneur, we're, we're all here for growth, changing our identity. Yeah embracing mm -hmm. who we truly are um yeah it's part of it so ah oh, I love that yeah so you know I say people can expect that create along is going to morph and change a little bit over the next year as I decide what I want to include mm. and it's going to grow beyond polymer clay because I am more than polymer clay mm. you know beautiful well hey Kira thank you so much for sharing you know what it's like for you your business, how you do it, and also behind the scenes. Oh my gosh, through through a number of transitions, it's been beautiful to hear you talk so openly about what I'm sure so many other people are, have been through, are going through, or probably about to go through. Yeah. I mean, not everybody loses their business partner, but you know, some people, you might want to take one on. So there are always going to be really amazing things and challenges about that because you have to do it as two or you have to do it as one, you know, I mean, probably the same as relationships, any relationships, you know, you put two people together, you both have free will <laughs> and you can do See what's going to happen, right? Yeah. What's <laughs> going to happen. So, <laughs> so it, yeah, thank you. It's, it's really amazing. I mean, I'm not challenges great because it forces you to grow. Beautifully put. Lovely. Look, Kerry, if people want to find out more about, about the work that you do, where can they find you? You can find me at createalong.com and our, my Instagram is also at createalong. Awesome. Everyone go check that out. And Kira, <laughs> thanks again for being here, for playing along with us. <laughs> thanks, Mark, for having me. You're welcome. 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.